Welcome to Let's Get Unraveled, a place where artists from all walks of life come to share their unabridged stories and speak openly and candidly about their creative journeys. We're so happy you're here. All right. Hi, everybody. I'm Co Hodges. I'm one of the co-founders and lead instructors at Unraveled Academy. And today I'm super stoked uh, to be speaking with a woman who needs no introduction, the amazing India Earl. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I'm like, that's like the nicest like intro anyone's ever given me. So very <laughs> that's not, honored. That's not possible. That's not possible. <laughs> you're, you're the sweetest, sweetest ever. And thank you so much for being here. Truly. I know you're super busy. Um, no, I'm excited. It's going to be so good. So <laughs> I want to to dig right in. Um, I wanted to go a little bit off your normal topic like we talked about. I know you've been interviewed a bazillion times and uh, we wanted to do something a little bit different today. So we'll dig into that. But first, will you tell everybody kind of about your beginnings when you first picked up a camera and why? Okay. So I actually don't remember like when I very first picked up like <laughs> a camera. Like it should, I should have. I do remember though, I was like, I was 13 years old and or like 14. And my mom had a little point and shoot and I would just go around taking photos with it everywhere. Um, and I would take photos of literally anything and everything. I would do like the self timer pictures and stuff like that. <clears throat> so then she gave me like a DSLR for Christmas. I think it was like a rebel T one I or something like that. Like just the littlest, cutest little DSLR. Yeah. And I remember taking it out that day. And like taking a photo of a, I think it was a fence post, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, the black, the background is so blurry, and I'm an artist, and I'm, <laughs> I did it." <laughs> but um, yeah, so then I basically got really into doing um, self-portrait projects, mm -hmm. which is like really funny to think back about now because I would like never <laughs> set up a camera to take a photo of myself like that. But right. um, yeah, so like it was back in the Flickr days when Flickr was like huge and people did these 365 projects. Yeah. Do you remember those? Oh yeah. I did two of those. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's impressive. I would always get like, like 80 days in and then give up. <laughs> it's hard. But it sounds it is. It's so much work. So hard. But I did like lots of, um, Oh my gosh, what's the word? It's a, uh, it's like dreamy. Oh, it's like where it's like a lot of Photoshopping composites. <laughs> put together what surrealism i think it's like surrealism photography yeah um I see what I'm talking about. photography yes. yeah <laughs> like for sure i was floating in every photo <laughs> and like there was always clouds photoshopped in even if i was inside so yeah okay. that an artist art. <laughs> yeah 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 i've actually just been like slowly degrading since then i need oh to go God. back to that but um yeah, so that's like how I learned. And then I started taking photos of like my friends. And then I started taking photos of like doing senior photos, their families' photos, doing like tons of kid portraits, like newborns and oh my gosh, and kids hate me. And I was like, this is not my calling. But then my cousin actually, my cousin that I like didn't even know well, asked me to shoot her wedding. And I was like, are you sure? Like, yeah. you sure? You sure? I'm 15. So, <clears throat> but yeah. So then when I was like 15 or 16, I shot my first wedding oh my God. and I just loved it. And I had so much fun and I started shooting more and more. 
Um, and I was just like, I, I connect with couples. Like that's what I want to go with. Um, and then I went to college for two and a half years and I tried studying photography for like, I think maybe two semesters and I just hated it. And I didn't feel like I learned anything. And I was just like, I don't know. I was like super bummed out about it. And then eventually I was just like, I think I can like learn more on my own. Like, I think that's more my learning style. Cause like, at least in the program I went to, they would just tell us to order like a book off of Amazon of like intro to photography. This is shutter speed. Here's six chapters about shutter speed. You already knew. And like, (laughs) it's like, yeah. And it was, I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is such a waste of money. I could put these like thousands of dollars I'm putting into college and put it into a business. And like, I just think it would work out so much better because up until then, yeah, it was just like a a side hobby for me. Like I was just, I don't know. It was just like a little side gig and I really didn't have a business built at all. And I was just like, I'm just going to drop out. And so I just dropped out. (laughs) My mom was like, okay, good luck. (laughs) Like not stoked, but like kind of supportive. Yeah. And then, yeah, like that year, so I I dropped out in January and that year I shot 70 weddings. I think it was like 70 ish, which was like for sure because I was, well, I was charging like no money at all. (laughs) And so everyone's like, oh my gosh. And in my mind, I was like, I'm the best photographer ever. Everyone wants to hire me probably because all my packages are under $800. Nice. Okay. So yeah, that's basically how I got started. <laughs> that's like a really long, long story of when I picked up a camera, but no, no, that's no, I love, I love the beginning stories because how amazing for you as, as a young person to find out on your own that college wasn't it for you. Right. You know? Because I have two bachelor's degrees. Oh, congrats. Oh yeah. You're <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I think. <laughs> no, but the 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 really crazy part is like, and I'm older than you, but when we grew up, it was like it doesn't matter if you have money or not. Like the goal was to go to college, and my parents were like, yeah. "We don't have the money to send you to college, so you better be good at something so you can get to college on scholarship, right?" Yeah. Um, and that's always the ultimate goal because that was just the end all. You go to college and you're going to be something. And that didn't necessarily pan out with my first degree. And I was back waitressing, bartending, hustling yeah. money. And I think that, and I talk about this all the time about how I want to, I feel like we're in a shift and yeah. it's towards not necessarily spending a hundred grand, which is the normal amount of debt in the United States for over half of the population who graduated with a bachelor's degree, a hundred grand worth of debt. Really? Yes, girl. I talk about this all the time. Because it's a, it's a it's a cultural perception that that's that's success for for people and for your kids and you want that and we have college accounts and we do all these things doesn't mean that it's for everybody so I'm like really really impressed that as a young person you did that for yourself even with yeah, like moderate I, support from your mom <laughs> <laughs> yeah she always wanted me to like um, pursue photography because we kind of started photography together so she's a photographer too wow. and so she kind of like got it but she was like, I don't know, she, um, like, basically got, like, I don't know, she got divorced, and then she, like, didn't have a degree, and she couldn't get a job or anything like that, and so she was, like, you need to get a degree so you can take care of yourself in case, like, you can't rely, like, on a husband or anything like that, because, like, in her, like, just in the older generation, that's kind of how it is, at least in the state that I grew up in, like, 
very conservative like you and yeah it's like the same thing like it was just like a pathway that everyone would follow where like they would you know you'd graduate from high school and then you go to college and you get a degree and then you get married and then you have kids and you buy a house and then you're done and then you work until you're old and gross and then you can <laughs> stop working but yeah and I was just like no yes no. Yeah. I hear you. I hear I get yes, it. No. <laughs> no, yeah. Old and gross. That's the best. I'm gonna quote you later. Old and gross. Old and gross. gross. I, it's true though. It's like um watching what and, and every in the eighties especially, I feel like for me, we there were so many women that were doing going to the workforce and starting and like really career driven. My mother wasn't one of those, so I watched like what the outside world was doing, but she was very much yeah. stuck in like that perception of like, okay, mm -hmm. I have a degree, but now I'm married, so I'm gonna stay home and and do this. But but like as I got older, I was watching her friends slowly but surely, you know, due to the percentage of divorce, um, and I'm a divorce too, so I'm one of those, you know, statistics, is these women who who really could not like rely right. on somebody else for their well-being, for their financial stability. Like it's really di – it's a dire situation for many. Mm -hmm. so I honestly like another – I'm proud of your mom for telling you that really because that wasn't a dialogue that we had in our house and very conservative right. house as well. But it was like, yeah. you know, it would be – it's okay. It was okay to be dependent on somebody else, a man. You yeah. Know? It's like, yeah. And I feel like it's cool because, I mean, like the world we live in now is like – we can be so independent on our own and like we don't I don't know it's just like and like it's not really a thing to be a starving artist anymore because we can right. all be so connected with the internet and like I don't know like I if I was a photographer like 20 30 years ago right. like I would be showing up to people's like just getting the altar photo and then like a wedding cake photo and a family photo then leaving like that would right. be it and it would just be like all in my hometown but right. now it's like it's like being a destination wedding photographer wouldn't have been an option back right. then. Like the thing. I don't know, it's just like a really freaking cool time it's a really cool to be time. a photographer. It really is. It really is. And it's it's become more um accepted as a profession too. And you're yeah. you're a part of that. You're a part of that shift, which I'm I'm it's cool oh, to watch. Thanks. No, truly, like you you are a role model for a lot of a lot of people, specifically young women. Um and that I'm I'm proud to even be talking to you because I want like I have a daughter she's seven, and I'm lucky that Aww. I'm surrounded by women like you. Do you know what I mean? So they can yeah, see yeah, not yeah. just from me, but from other women too, what it can be like because it didn't sure. always used to be like this. So no, 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 yeah. no. Yeah, it really um, is a really cool shift and right. I don't know, just in everything, it's cool. Yeah, we're in good times, <laughs> better times, getting better, getting better, right? <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about relationships. I know this is not something you typically talk about, um, so I'm excited to talk about it today. Mm -hmm. But specifically about like you and your husband and your dynamic together and having two creatives in one household um, and what's that like. So can you start off by giving our listeners just a little bit of a backstory on you two? Okay. Like how we met? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Um, okay. So <laughs> we met uh i don't know how many years ago it was we've been married for three years okay and then we've been, <laughs> we we live in utah and so people like don't date long here and people also <laughs> get married really young so when i tell people this story they're like 
are you okay? Like blink twice if you want us to save you. But I, so I'm 23. So I got married at 20. Yeah, that's right. I like am so bad with the timeline. But basically we met, I think I had just turned 18 or 19. Um, and we met going on a backpacking trip to have a soup eye, which that's a nice thing. That's a nice day. Yeah, oh, you're in Arizona? I am. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So Jay is from Arizona. Okay. Um, yeah. So we go down there all the time, but, uh, yeah. So we went to have a soup eye and we were the only two people out of like the group of six or whatever of us that didn't know each other. And like, oh. it was so funny. Cause so for that hike, you have to do it at night cause it's so hot cause it's in the grand Canyon. So we right. met up at like midnight and he was, it, we were just in this like black, like pitch black parking lot and there was no one around and all of a sudden I like turn around because we drove in different cars I was coming from Utah I turn around and I see this man running at me and he's wearing um man pajama pants with the Twinkie logo all over them like the Twinkie mascot which like why man pajama pants they're for sure from like Kmart or something like that right and he's barefoot and he has a turban on his head and like a crazed look in his eyes and he came up and just grabbed me and I don't know who it is and he just hugs me and he's like, I'm so excited to meet you. And I was like, I don't know if I'm being kidnapped or not. But <laughs> <laughs> he basically was the best thing ever. And it was funny because like the first day on our trip there, we, oh, we were at this like really tall cliff. It's like the tallest like cliff for most people to jump off of. I mean, people can jump off the really tall ones, but it's really dangerous. But it was like 60 feet high and like everyone was kind of like standing around like like looking at it being like oh my gosh I can't do it I can't right. jump that high and I was like Jay I'll marry you if you jump off this cliff and he just looked at me and then just whoop, just went and jumped off and like he threw a gainer and I was like oh that was hot and <laughs> and then yes, <laughs> yeah and then um after that trip he was in Arizona I was in Utah yeah. and he just had a really strong pull towards Utah and we weren't even like romantically interested in each other like it was really just a joke me saying that but um he ended up just like selling all of his stuff and then quitting all of his jobs a couple weeks after that trip and then he just moved up to Utah and I was like one of the only people he knew in the small like college town that he came to. Yeah. Um, and I was living in my car that summer and he was living in his car. And so then we just lived in our cars together. And <laughs> then we started making out and now we're married. <laughs> and then the making out started. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Very important detail. <laughs> hey, you know, that's you make out and then you get married. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just one of the steps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's amazing. That's not the normal we met in college story. Like yeah. it's so good. I love it. I think it's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> so he, and he's a filmmaker. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Back on that. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So he went, okay. He went to hair school at Paul Mitchell and he graduated, opened his own barbershop. It was like super successful. Wow. He is like an incredible cosmetologist. Like he used to do my hair. He's so good at balayages, even though he like refuses to touch my hair anymore. Um, That's I know he'll like, yeah, but he's really good. Um, he like loves doing men's cuts and things like yeah. that. And so he did his barbershop and I started getting like all these inquiries for traveling and things like that. And I was gone all the time. And then, I don't know, we just kind of came to a point where he was like, I think that I want to 
uh, like travel with you and I'm going to share, I'm going to sell my shop to my business partner. And so then he did. And then we were just like, okay, I guess we're going to travel the world for the next couple of years. And so then we have just been traveling. And in the meantime, he picked up a camera and he's just been really good at it from the beginning. And so, yeah, he does wedding films. His video, his business is like incredibly successful. He like doesn't share any of his work because I don't know. It's just, he, he's not trying to like get business. He mostly just wants to do video so he can like be with me. Um, and now it's cool because we get to like do everything together and like we don't miss a beat with each other. Like every, we get to experience everything wow. together. Like every trip, every second of it. Like, and even being at home, we're always together, which is kind of <laughs> a lot of time together, <laughs> too much time together. But um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is like really cool. I wouldn't have it any other way. Well, that's amazing. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So you, you're kind of, his, you're his muse. You're his creative muse. Oh, uh, that sounds like so sexy. I don't know. <laughs> For sure. I can hear it. I can hear it out through the story. Oh my gosh. I'm pretty sure he moved to Utah for you. I don't think it was just you were the only person he knew there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> that worked maybe. out. Oh my gosh. So what is it what is it like though having two creatives? What what do you think is the most difficult part? of having two creatives spending every moment together in one house. It's probably spending every moment together. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the best and the worst thing. Right. Um, because Jay is like 50% introverted, 50% extroverted. And so he needs his alone time. And it's like, you, you like, we can't get that really unless we like purposely make it happen. Like, which is, you can't really do that when you're busy all the time, you know, like being right. like, Hey, I'm just going to go over here for <laughs> three hours. Like right. I'm just going to sit over here until you're done being alone. Like, it's kind of weird like that, but, um, right. yeah, I don't know. Just like, I guess having alone time like that. And, um, yeah. I think for how we are like being like, we're, we, I mean, we sleep together. We make breakfast together. We like run errands together. We, edit together we shoot together like everything we do is together and like we have all the same exact hobbies too like so we do all of those together it's not like we have like separation during that time or anything right. like that so yeah it's like we have to make those alone time things happen and it doesn't happen very often um and I think we do butt heads sometimes it's never really about anything like on a creative yeah. scale I guess like I feel like we're pretty much we have expectations set of like this is where I come in. This is where you come in. Like you, this is where like you need to have these growing pains and I'm going to step out and like, I'm not going to interfere with your like process of like your creativity. I feel like, mm. like I could teach Jay everything I know. And I basically have, but like there comes, it comes to a point where like he needs to figure out like who he is as an artist on his own and like his creativity and like where he gets it from. And like, I don't know. He just needs to like have those frustrating times of like growing. Like he can't just have it handed to him. And so I feel like we do a good job of like having everything separated. Like this is like I, when it's when something has to do with like my business, mm -hmm. then like I'm the boss. When something has to do with his business, he's the boss. And I'm just there as a resource at, if he needs, you know. Oh, um, so I think we have like good expectations set between the 
both of us. So we don't really get mad at each other. And like when we do get pissed off at each other, because it totally does happen. But yeah, it's um, inevitable. Yeah, we usually will just end up looking at each other and being like, this is like the dumbest thing. Like, why are we fighting about this? Like, this is literally so stupid. Like, what? This is not worth right being pissed off and then we'll usually just end up laughing like literally 30 seconds into a fight so um, i don't know we i don't know what that means but i think it's good probably um i'm gonna but. tell you 11 years older than you that that's really good <laughs> <laughs> that's really good no truly though, that. <laughs> there's something to be said for that that's hard to share share that much space with somebody um, you're right. gonna have you're gonna have quarrels. It's human nature to be the same thing if you were with a friend all the time, you know. Right. And I think it's it's so great that you honor each other's independence because ultimately, you know, you're two individuals living life together. You're sharing yeah. the experience together. It's not like, mm-hmm. um, you know, like this true dependency. Like I see it in both of you. Right. Like this, you just choose to do all this together. It's it's really beautiful, truly. Yeah, I yeah, it is really awesome. Like I know so many other um, couples that are creatives under the same roof, and yeah, they own, run businesses together and everything like that. And I have seen it come in between their relationship a lot of time, and we just have always like been like, no, like no photo taken or like amount of money or business or like whatever is worth more than our relationship. So. Right. I think that like we're really good at like saying no to certain things and knowing where to draw the line and what is worth and not worth our time and our energy and things like that. So yeah, absolutely healthy boundaries. Like finding, yeah, like finding balance, which is hard, but yeah. Well, it's hard and it's ever evolving as your life changes. Right. And I know, like you're mega biggie busy right now, biggie. You are <laughs> big, mega busy right now. And I know that you just like launched your new website and you're doing all these things with the education and it's huge, huge, huge. Let's talk a little bit about that right now. I mean, you're you're killing it, and it's honestly so much fun to watch. Um, I've been watching it for the last hey. couple of years, and I'm like just so inspired by you. I know you inspire so many people. And I really love your bold statements, especially on your, I know, and I don't know if you just, if you just did a little rebrand or, but your new website that you just released for the new year. Awesome. And from, from like Sarah and my standpoint, running an educational platform, like we really had to hone in on like, okay, what, what are our core beliefs here? And what, what do we stand for? And then you build upon that. And we just loved what you said. We just loved so much about what you said. Um, And maybe you could tell everybody a little better than I can um, just about what your true core beliefs are when it comes to photography education and and why you give in the way you do. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like everyone's heard the term like community over competition and like people throw it around a lot, but like truly that is like what, I, I don't know, there's just so much power in community and like having, you know, your people and like finding your little tribe of people that you feel like you can trust and be yourself and learn and grow in in a safe place and not feel like, oh, it's like super cutthroat or like I need to be really careful of what I say and like certain things like that. Because when I was learning, like in that like year that I had dropped out and like basically become a wedding photographer, I didn't know what I was doing. Like I, you know, I would just look on YouTube. I would like Google stuff. And like back then, like five years ago, there was no online resources for photography education, like none at all. And I would reach out to photographers 
in my area for help with things, ask them to mentor me, offer to pay them to mentor me, and I would just get shut down. People would write back really nasty messages of just being like, no, like these are my secrets. This is what I've worked so hard for. Like, I am not just going to hand away my business to you. Like, that, I can't believe you'd even like consider like asking me and like things like that. Like it was just kind of like, I felt super, super alone. Like I had no photography friends right? and like that just sucks. And like, it was really cool seeing this like whole shift of the industry where like all of a sudden, like people started sharing those things and they were happy to help and happy to help each other, like learn and grow. And like the mindset of like building one another up rather than like cutting one another down to like, for all of us to grow and be better and like make more money basically and be able to like be the photographers that we want to be like that was just like so I don't know for me it was like really revolutionary because I hadn't had that I had a complete opposite spectrum of it and I just was really grateful for like the community that began to grow that like was just full of like positivity and like no like I don't know no douchebags and like I don't (laughs) know I was just like yeah, like it's so hard to find like a good group of people, yeah. especially photographers and creatives that are just going to be like through and through supportive. And like, especially with the way Instagram blew up, like when I started doing my photography, like I Instagram was not really a thing yet. Right. And um, like I was still doing Flickr for most things. Yeah. And like with Instagram, I was able to all of a sudden like reach all of these people and like find like oh I can just message that girl whose work I love so much like right I yeah like and it's so funny like uh, a couple months ago I found this girl's Instagram who I followed on Twit uh Flickr sorry and she was like the reason that I got into photography um and she is so incredible her name is uh George Rose <laughs> Georgia Rose Georgia Hardy or something like that Georgia something like that whatever yeah she's like a conceptual photographer right yeah. and it was so cool because I got to message her and talk to her and like I would not have been a photographer without her and it's like I don't know it's just like really cool like how easy it is to like make friends on Instagram and like so many of my like really close friends are people that I have met through Instagram now and it's just I don't know I feel like a lot of people bash on it but it's like I'm so grateful for it it's such an amazing platform and sorry what were you gonna say no, I'm saying, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree. I think it is an amazing platform. I'm obviously there's, there's a dark side to anything social media yeah. related, but w- when it comes to like the loneliness and the isolation that can come from having a creative entrepreneurship in general, uh, yeah. let alone photography, when you're first starting out, it is very lonely. And uh, I met all of my people that are surrounding me currently, 90% of them I met online. Oh, that's like, that makes me yeah. so happy. <laughs> right? It's true, though. It's true. I literally run. So I run run a business with a person I met. We met in the Looks Like Film group, mm-hmm. Sarah and I. And we now run a nonprofit and then Unraveled together. That's so cool. I'm like that. Like you would have never been able to meet if it weren't. No, for, I don't know. Like the community growing into that, like where yeah. people are happy to like connect with one another and like help each other and build one another up. And I don't know, it's like, that's so cool. Yeah. That's what it's all about. And I, I, yeah. I feel that from you. And I think that's really cool because in your brand, you really exemplify the true community aspect. You really do. So like kudos to you for that. You can feel it. Mm. Everything that you put out there, 
really is about that. And then I was telling you before we started this, you know, you were just at the let's go workshop. And one of my girlfriends yeah. messaged me and she was like, man, she's just so rad, like, but really rad, like down to earth, Aww. and just a good person. And she's like, and that's because everybody thinks that, you know, and then, you know, every once in a while you're like, oh, and that's not really what I planned on meeting. And <laughs> it's true. I always say that I'm like, if anybody ever thought something about me online and then I met, met them in real life and they were disappointed, I would be like crushed. <laughs> oh, you know? Yeah, I feel like it's so funny. Like I've had people, <laughs> this is, I don't know, like, I don't know how to feel about this though, but I've had people at workshops come up to me and they're like, I just like really expected to not like you. I'm like... <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> oh no! Like, oh, and okay. they'll be like, "But I like really like I. You're like just such a person, and like I actually really like you. Like I just didn't expect that. And I'm like, okay, I don't know why that's happening, but I'm like glad that like I don't know. I love those opportunities to like go to the workshops in person and like meet these people and like create those little like workshop families. And I don't know, it's like so much fun. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, I think too for you because. You really do. You have, you know, a massive following. Everybody's in love with you. And I'm sure that that's probably just part of why they're saying that, you know, they're just like oh. intimidated by your success. And that's just natural. It's human nature. Be like, I'm going to meet this person in real life. They're, they're the oh. queen, you know, it'd be like meeting the queen. Oh, that's <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, well, I want to know, cause obviously like you're, you're hitting the ground hard, you know, for 2019. Can you tell everybody what this next year is going to look like for you? I actually haven't shared this with <gasps> anyone else. <laughs> oh my God. But I'm it's like, <laughs> I'm so excited about it. So basically what I'm doing, this is like my really big project that I'm going to launch that I'm like, I don't know. Like I never thought when I became a photographer that I'd be like doing this, but I'm so grateful that I'm going to do it. But, um, so I just launched my new website. So I have like my personal work, like my wedding photography and yeah. things like that on one, and then all my education yeah. and like online resources and stuff like that on another, right? So I have always kind of felt like I have this amazing platform. Like I have such a wide reach. I have such a great community surrounding me, like just the best, right? Yeah. And I just start to feel like I, this would all just be such a waste if I only used it on myself. And I think that like it can grow into something so much more and so much better than it is right now because I am a limited source of knowledge and I'm not qualified to teach about certain things. And um, there's this, and like going to workshops over the past couple of years, like I get to meet all these incredible like instructors and students and things like that. And like, there's just so many people that have so much to say, but they just don't have the platform to say it. Right. Um, so basically what I'm going to be shifting my education website into is to basically be like a build your own online workshop because it's not always like an option for people to like right. throw thousands of dollars into going on a trip for a week, going to a workshop where they like sit and look at keynote presentations all day right. and they get like to shoot something with, everyone else that's shooting the same thing. Like, I don't know, like sometimes it's not everything that it's cracked right. up to be. There mm -hmm. are those workshops out there that I love and I will always go teach at. Like I would literally teach at them for free because I just right. love the family and the community so much. But like, it's just not always an option. Like there's people who are moms, like you can't leave your kids. Like you have another job, maybe you are so busy. You don't have the money. Like, right. I don't know. There's just so many things. And like online, like online workshops and education isn't really 
a thing yet. And so my website will basically be like, it's like a workshop that I'm hosting. I'm bringing on the people that I know are fucking incredible teachers. They are so yeah. qualified to teach about what they're teaching. They are like, they have so much to say. And like, I don't know, it's just like giving them a place to say it. And like, um, so I'm going to be partnering with like the people that I trust a lot and love very much and have learned a lot from and who have inspired me and like a huge community of photographers over the past few years. And so, um, yeah, just like making it so that when like, if you wanted to like learn like this from this photographer and this from this photographer and this from this photographer, you can go to one place and get all of that. And it's like way more affordable and like, yeah, it's just like budget friendly and you can like work at your own pace and do it from home. Yeah. And I don't know, it's just, I'm really excited about it. So I have like a group of uh, people lined up right now that I'm going to be launching in the new year uh, of who's going to kind of be like my new team. And I'm going to be like consistently adding new teachers on. Um, so yeah, that's basically, it's like really messy right now, but that's <laughs> like the gist of it. <laughs> that's fucking amazing. Congratulations. Oh, I'm so oh, excited. <laughs> you know, I, I love, I love, I love, I love your entrepreneurial spirit. And I love that truly it comes from a place like a really good heart and like that it, it shines through like just doing what we do and seeing, you know, tons of different uh, entrepreneurs or you know, business owners and creatives. It's really obvious to me now who does it with the right intentions. And I'm just I'm just right. so thrilled for you. That's amazing. Thanks. I'm, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Oh, my gosh. Well, can you tell everybody, and I will link this in the show notes too, where they can find you to learn more about that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So my personal site with my photography work is IndiaEarl.com. And then my education site is IndiaEarlEducation.com. Perfect. So, right. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. You guys, I know you already know who she is, duh. But I will still link her Instagram in the show notes and go check out her website, follow her journey, see what she's up to. She's rad. Thank you so much for being here, honey. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means so much to us that you're here and we hope you walk away feeling inspired as hell. If you're not already a student in Unraveled Academy, go to www.theunraveledacademy.com. You can also access the link below. Come join us. We have a seat waiting with your name on it.